Welcome to the Homegirls. Four top producing mega realtors, moms, wives, and friends talking about real estate and real life. Angela, Kristen, Jessica, and Lindsay are in the top 1% of all real estate agents and would be honored to receive your real estate referrals in Colorado. Join us as we drop a new episode every Monday anywhere podcasts are aired, in real life on YouTube, and connect with us every day on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at HomegirlsCO. Thanks for listening. We love you. Good morning, Facebook family and podcast family. We are super excited to be here with Heather Haas this morning. Um, she's with ATR Realtors out of um, the Dayton area in Ohio, which is wild because my husband's whole family is from there. Um, and it's a really small area, right, Heather? It is. I mean, yeah, relatively small. Yeah. I ran into you at an ice cream shop for the- I know. <laughs> it's pretty wild. Yeah, I met Heather at Grader's Ice Cream, which if you're ever in um, Ohio, Grader's Ice Cream is the best ice cream, um, followed closely second by Young Siri. Um, there is no debate on that. So <laughs> you're either, it's either that or you're wrong. So it's up to you. Um, but yeah. Heather, tell us, a, <laughs> tell us a little bit about yourself, Heather. Um, how long have you been a realtor? Uh, I've been a realtor now. Uh, I'll be going on five years this May. And um, so I'm still a baby. I still consider myself like a baby realtor, but I'm getting my, you know, I, I, I know what I'm doing now. Obviously I'm starting to teach. I'm a trainer for my company. So they have enough confidence in, you know, my learning ability and everything like that. Um, and I, I've been doing pretty well for myself. So uh, yeah, about five years now. That's awesome. I would have thought that you've been a realtor for like 20 years, honestly, because like everyone knows Heather. If you haven't followed Heather on social media, you should go do that. Um, Heather is like, I would say a pioneer in the real estate TikTok world. So I just got the Tiki Talkies and I'm very confused about it. I don't know how to edit it. Um, so maybe Heather can give us like a crash course on what in the world we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing, what works, what doesn't work. Um, but I would love for you to tell us a little bit about TikTok and kind of what you're doing it um, with it and how it's helping your business grow. So you're going to hate my answer when I say like, you know, when I, when you're like, oh, what should you do and shouldn't do? It is literally luck of the draw. Like, you know, there, there is an algorithm and everything like that. But at the same time, you could put out really, really good content and nobody may see it on there. So the way I started doing it, um, you know, as Angela said, I know everybody. Like, and I've done a really good job at networking across the country. And I actually teach classes across the country on how to network and everything like that and be your authentic self. And uh, so I just started doing these TikToks because a few years ago, I was a, ba I was a baby, baby realtor. I wasn't even a year into the business. Women's Council of Realtors asked me to do a new show that they were doing called Last Realtor Standing. And it was a comedy show. So like last comedian, comedian standing or, you know, I forgot what that show is called. But um, so it's so it's like, I don't know anything. I don't have all these stories. I'm still a baby realtor. I don't have many deals under my belt, if at all. I'm like, I'm not, I can't go up against like these people have been in the business 10, 20, 30 years. And they're like, no, 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 everybody loves you. And you know, like, and I just can't say no. So I, and, and I have a funny joke with that, but it's a little inappropriate. Um, but We're a little inappropriate. It's okay. I always say, I can't say no. That's how I ended up with a child. Um, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. 
you know, everybody, when I told that joke, like everybody was silent for like 30 seconds and then it all hit them and they were like, oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> but I started, I, I ended up doing uh, parodies. So I love to sing. Karaoke is my jam. I love to sing. Yeah. Uh, when I come out there, we'll go, we'll have a big karaoke party. Once, you know, Colorado lets everybody inside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, but I uh, did these parodies just kind of illustrating like little uh, real estate things. And so when one of my friends, his name is Francisco Lopez, he's out of San Diego. He's a realtor down there. Uh, he posted one of his TikToks. And at the time I had heard of TikTok, but I kept kind of like, you know, like everybody was doing like, eh, it's a kid's app. Like this isn't that cool and everything like that. I never really got on it. And then once I saw his, I'm like, oh, that's how my brain works. Like that's how my comedy show went. That's how my brain works. So what I ended up doing is uh, I got on, I started playing around with it and I'm like, oh, I bet I could do something real estate with that. Or I bet I could do something funny to that. And so I would start saving the sounds and like writing down in a notebook, like, oh, this sound's going to go with this idea. So I didn't forget. And I just started. And what I ended up doing, because I have such a big network, is I started putting it on my Instagram stories before Reels was a thing. I started putting it on Facebook, Facebook stories, and I started putting realtor Facebook groups. And that's kind of how I utilize because my humor was more for uh, realtors uh, than it was like the general, you know, public and everything. And I did teach also on there. I would teach, put content for home buyers and home sellers, but mine was mainly geared towards other agents. And so I started building even a more of a network because people were like, oh, you're hilarious. Like, I would love to send business to you if I have somebody out there. Uh, and that's just kind of how I build my referral network. And that's mainly what I work on right now is agent to agent referrals, SOI and SOI referrals. So how do you keep in contact with your SOI? That's sphere of influence for anybody that doesn't know what that means. Um, so how, what are you, what are you doing to stay in, in front of them and stay in contact with them? Social media, mainly. Um, I am friends with a lot of my clients and SOI on social media. Uh, so, and then like, I just make sure like, you know, people are posting about their lives on social media. So I'm making sure I'm interacting with them. I'm, I try to say happy birthday. I will say I used to be amazing at happy birthdays. Now I do not, I'm not as amazing at happy birthdays, but if I catch, if I catch a birthday, I'll send them a quick video. I'll sing them a song or something like that. I'll do something, you know, a little bit different. Um, and then I just, you know, message people like, what about, you know, is going on in their lives? I just, you know, stay in contact that way. I, I have a CRM. I'm not the best at keeping a top of my CRM. I could be, um, well, I am amazing, but I could be even ultra, ultra amazing if I stayed on top of my CRM too. But like, yeah, yeah, she knows. <laughs> so, but that's basically how I stay in touch with everybody is just through social media. So like, I have to, I have to say like, I'm the same way. And I always guilt myself for not using my database. Like literally my database is Facebook. We all have been trained to feel subpar if we don't use like an actual CRM, right? If we're not using Boomtown or Sync or like follow up app or whatever. 
that like we're not good enough agents because we use Facebook as a CRM. But I think like, I mean, raise your hand if you use Facebook as a CRM in this group. Every one of us. Every one of us. And we're all wildly successful. So I don't think that we have to feel that bad. You know why I don't use one? It's because I'm, I don't say I'm too lazy, but I just don't like having yet another thing that I have to be accountable to. Right. Yeah. Right. I don't I'm not figuring out TikTok, I guess. <laughs> I'm putting it in my database. I'm not a paperwork person. You know, I do desire like, you know, if, you know, with the training job, like that's a lot of my focus, which is why I mainly work referrals. Um, but if I were to, you know, ever get back out of training, go, you know, real estate all the time again, I would probably hire somebody to do that for me because I recognize that is not a strength of mine. And I need somebody who has that personality to do that. I am a high I personality. I, I'm right there on the IC kind of range. I need, what is it? The S. I think I need the SC. Yeah, <laughs> I was just about to say that because like, so getting the deals is a DI. Dealing with the people after, like, you secured the deal, like, literally not yeah. even after, like, basically after, yes, I will work with you. That's like SC all day long. So, like, database is not something that comes naturally for DI type personalities. But I do think that we get, like, stuck in this, like, what is a database? Because I think like when, you know, you, you hear Gary Keller has been like preaching about database for the last couple of years. Like when you hear him talk, I don't think that he's necessarily saying like, you need to go out and spend $2,500 a month on Boomtown. I think all he's saying is you need to focus on your sphere. So if your sphere is in Facebook and your sphere is on TikTok and that's what you're doing, then I think that's fine. Oh, yeah. I don't think that you need to have some like high C calculation spreadsheet. Right shit going on to be able to work your sphere. I think this is just a, it's a relationship business. Like, you know, and I think you, you know, and somebody once asked like, can I not be relationship oriented and succeed at this business? Oh well, yeah, but for me, that just doesn't work. And I think that's the beautiful thing about this business is that what works for me may not work for you. And yeah. that's me. And that took me like, you know, it, it took me a long time to figure out that. Uh, I was about a year into the business. Uh, my first year of business, I did nothing. Actually, I did one. I sold a house to my mom, the house I live in. <laughs> so, um, but I did absolutely nothing my first year. And it's just because I was being preached. Oh, you need to do this, do this, do this, and do this, do this, do this, and do this. And I was miserable. Yeah. Like, I, I don't, you know, like going to for sale by owners. Sometimes they're really mean <laughs> and, so, <laughs> and like not not all but you know like I would get the door slammed in my face and things like that and up on and you know I'm a very cheerful loving kind of person and so that was you know that was hard on me but there's some people I knew who did amazing at that and that's awesome for them whereas like with me you know eventually I had to have somebody sit me down uh, and I still give him credit. Um, he was our association executive at the time. He sat me down. He's like, Heather, you need to focus one thing, just one thing. And then you can build upon that. So he's like, what is something you feel you can definitely focus on right now? And I was just like, first time home buyers. 
And he's like, okay, you need to get really good at that. And I was like, okay. So, you know, I started taking first time home buyers and then breaking it down. Uh, you know, like, where am I going to find first time home buyers? Social media, you know, they're my age. I'm 33. Um, they're usually like late twenties, early thirties. Um, and it's just started breaking it down. Where am I going to find them? I need to get really good at knowing about first time home buyer programs. So I started meeting with all sorts of lenders, like even outside of my company and everything like that. I started finding out about all the special programs in the area. Uh, I started learning the nitty gritty when it came down to first time home buyers. And then I started a Facebook group for first time home buyers in my area. And I got business off of that. And that was, you know, I mean, there was a lot of work into it. But those that was free and I was building a relationship with them as opposed to them getting on a website and hitting, you know, talk to an agent now and getting a call. And then eventually I joined an amazing team at my company I'm at now. And, you know, it even went further than that. So this conversation that they you were told to kind of focus on this one thing happened like at the end of your first year, give or take. And so your second year then focusing on your one thing, what did your business look like at the end of that second year? My business uh, was really good. So let's see here. End of the second year, what I ended up doing was, okay, how am I going to get first time home buyers? Well, I became really respected in my office because I did show up to the office every single day. I worked the phones. I did everything. I stopped in. I helped the, real, um, I helped the more established realtors out. And so I built relationships with other realtors. And what I started doing is asking them, hey, I know you're really busy right now. Do you mind sending me some referrals for your first-time home buyers? And I'll take care of them because I know you're probably too busy for first-time home buyers because they take first-time home buyers take a little bit more love and care and time. You have to sit down and everything. And you know, there were agents in my my uh, brokerage that were like, yeah. That would be amazing. I don't have time for, you know, all like little things. And so I started building my business that way, you know, giving out referrals to, you know, my agents and my brokerage. And uh, I did really, I did pretty well my first year. I didn't think I did like, uh, or the year after that, I think I did 1 million, one and a half million, which still, you know, apples to apples, but I was doing like a whole bunch of like $80,000 deals because- right. At the average price, you know, average price out in Dayton back five, four or five years ago was only like 140. Now it's 210. I know in Colorado, it's like, what, 600 now? 650. Yeah. So um, I would, I did pretty well. And then like, I joined a team and I started getting leads and working the leads on top of what I was doing. And at that time, I had been starting to get involved with volunteering at the associations and uh, doing a lot more social media marketing and stuff like that. So my business just kind of blew up after that. And then once my fourth year came around, which was the year I became a trainer, the business started coming back to me because I built those relationships with people. And I was told when I first started as a realtor, you're not going to see business really coming to you until you're fourth year like you have to build you have a foundation the first three years and then the fourth and fifth year you're going to really start seeing it cycle back to you well and the best part about first-time homebuyers that I think people forget they're usually our most thankful clients like they're 
so grateful and they're so happy and they're the ones that like, they always have a special place in your soul and you do for them. They're always going to come back to you if you stay in touch. They're, they're your biggest cheerleader. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their face lights up like, oh, I was addicted to that feeling. Like, you know, when they got those keys and they were like, oh my gosh, this is the best. I own a home. This is the best thing ever. That's like taking my energy and just putting it into them. Like uh, the energy I have all the time and they're like harnessing it and they just get so excited and they want their picture taken and everything. What is something, because you are a totally different personality than me. Okay. Um, I'm already tired. Um, from watching you because you're like so exciting and like so happy and I'm really the opposite almost like I I'm very more calculating um, and slower I guess (laughs) of how like when you are celebrating your clients at closing what does that look like like how how are you um, getting out there to the world that something exciting has happened in their lives because it's going to look totally different than the way that I do it Depends on the client. Um, you know, I always ask them permission if I can post a picture or anything like that. And I don't, I don't heavily, you know, I probably, again, one of those things I probably should post more pictures, but I don't want to make my clients feel like marketing or anything like that. But I try to have fun with it when I do. I try to take selfies, like we're not taking, you know, just a normal picture. And again, that's okay if you do, that's just not me. That's not my style. I am like, you know, I give, I, I would give them, um, like little gifts at the table or I would bring it to them later, you know, just depending on what it is a lot, uh, one year, one year I, uh, hired a wood, woodcutter guy. I, what do they call them? I don't remember. Woodworker. 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 Wood guy. Wood whittler. Wood person. <laughs> these Ohio's like because Ohio is almost in the shape of a heart and he would make these wood Ohio's and they didn't cost me a whole lot of money and that they, it was something they could hang up in their home and it was you know where they bought their house and so I do that but I would just make a big deal like as soon as they got their keys I'm there with my energy yay! and like just making a big deal out of it so it's never worked for me. I mean when people buy a home, especially in this market where it's crazy in a lot of parts of the United States, it's hard for buyers to get houses. Like, I feel like there should be a parade for the buyer and for the agent. And I don't know how to get that out to people that like, it's a big deal to get under contract in this market, let alone to close in this market. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think that's what needs to be celebrated. And I think you do a really good job personality wise of like getting yourself out there and, and making the experience a fun, exciting one. And I think, you know, People want to have a fun, exciting experience. They don't want to be, you know, how many homes do they buy and sell in their lifetime? Not many, right? I mean, most people is what, like on average, like 10 maximum in their lifetime, usually. If you're military, obviously it's a lot more, but um, like probably 10 houses. So you're setting this tone for them with working with a first-time home buyer that that's their experience that they can look forward to with their first-time home. They're gonna always come back to you. You know, they're they're not gonna go to somebody else because when they look at the other agents that are out there, and I I look because my husband's family's from there, um, where Heather lives, and you know I don't see a lot of agents killing it on the marketing side and personality side. Not to say that there aren't any awesome ones, but I don't see it. I see you. Yeah. Um, Working I've done. I'm like adding people. Hi, I'm a realtor out here, but I don't come out in your face and say, Hey, I'm a realtor from Dayton, Ohio. Use me if you have anything like right. 
kind of put myself in front of you and, and you know, usually not on purpose, like, just like, oh, they seem fun. Uh, and I'm like, they'll, we'll be friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, so how do you, can you give us like a little bit of insight? Like when you are posting stuff on social media, I don't understand Instagram very well. Um, I don't get it. <laughs> so um, what are some things that I would want to hashtag if I'm trying to get my um, stuff out to the people on Instagram and TikTok? What are some of those hashtags that I should put on my um, posts? So I feel like Instagram and TikTok, they're very similar, but they can be different too. So Instagram's nice because you can use as many, they don't have a huge, or they do have a really big character limit. So you can put as many descriptions in as you want, almost as many hashtags as you want. Uh, I know some of my friends who use Instagram at a high level, they want, they're like, do about 15 to 30 hashtags. And my recommendation for that, by the way, because I see you shaking your head over there, uh, my recommendation for that is write down all the hashtags you would usually use, save it in your notes in your phone. Copy, paste. You don't have to do any extra, uh, you know, work smarter, not hard, harder. But so that's for my Instagram, and I use localized hashtags. So what I start doing is I start following businesses and I see what kind of hashtags they're using. I follow those hashtags. That's something really cool about Instagram. I don't think you can do that on TikTok, follow a hashtag, uh, but TikTok's smart enough. They're going to put those hashtags. The more you interact with those hashtags, they're going to start putting those in front of you a little bit more. Um, but yeah, localized hashtags. So I use hashtag Dayton, hashtag Gem City, hashtag Ohio, Realtor. And then I'm using the Realtor hashtags as well because obviously I have a huge network all across the country. So I wanna be in front of Realtors because that's my, you know, a lot of my business is agent to agent referrals. So especially like I live right next to Wright Pat Air Force Base. Like, so I'm getting a lot of, uh, especially we're about to come up in the PCS season. Like I get a lot of referrals this time of year and it's great. Like, I love it. I like, I got my military relocation MRP thing and everything. I took that class just so I can, you know, help the military buyers better and everything like that. But using the localized hashtags uh, and then you could even do your own brand at hashtag. Um, there's some really like, you know, I, I love it when people know me for TikTok because I know there are so many amazing lenders and realtors out there that are killing it at TikTok. And uh, they have way more followers than I do. And um, they use their own hashtags. Like, uh, so they'll use their own like branded, like realtor, you know, I, I say realtor Heather or realtor sunshine or whatnot. So- um, I feel like everyone should have one of those, yeah. Yeah, go with your brand. Like mine is Lindsay Lists Land, which was a play off of Debbie Does Dallas. So I'm not sure how many people. Well, that'll be a great transition to your OnlyFans. Catch, great. catch yeah. that a uh, little bit of my personality in there, but I definitely think that everybody should have a hashtag. I have a couple of them actually. Most, I think most people do. You should have a hashtag. Yeah. How do you figure out a good hashtag? Like for yourself. If you're personality you start asking people like if you're not creative just start asking your friends what should my hashtag be uh you know for me like I know I use the word sunshine a lot sunshine's my nickname you can see me in the middle of the street and suddenly yell sunshine I will probably answer 
like because it is one of my nicknames. Um, so hashtag, you know, sunshine probably with realtor sunshine or something like that would probably be one of my, uh, my date names are too broad. I think. <laughs> the, people, the, the names people call me are too broad for me to respond at this point. <laughs> oh man. But Heather's personality is like larger than life. Like she is the happy, fun, like always bubbly realtor that I wish I could be, but I just personality wise can't, can't be that. Um, there's so many realtors that are like you though, but they don't know what to do with themselves. And so I feel like TikTok is a great source for that, a good resource to like get some of that um, out there because people want to watch people like you, you know, they want to watch people that are fun and happy. High energy. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So what are, um, what are some like real estate related topics that we could do some TikToks on to gain client interest? Well, what's your, what are you passionate about? Um, I personally do a lot of like design stuff and uh, renovation stuff. So I've just now figured out through Lindsay that I can do the snap thing. Um, mm -hmm. And that's like the only thing that I can, I can figure out right now. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm still new. Like I've had it for like a week and a half. Okay. So I'm still trying to figure it out. I keep getting targeted with like a weird lumberjack dude that's always on my timeline um, that has no shirt on. So I get distracted, Heather. So <laughs> I don't really know what to do myself. <laughs> You know what I'm mad about? Okay, I'm mad about the fact that like, cause I am like the social media queen and I have been forever. Like, why is it that the dudes on their TikTok have that, like there's two or three of them that are like uber TikTok famous and all they do is put their hands on their hips and pelvis thrust to music. And they're like billionaires from TikTok famous. And if any woman did that, Oh, like busted it would be horrible. Yeah. It's not fair. We have to come up with actual content. Yeah. We can't just move our butts. I have no I mean, idea. Well, I mean, some people. I know I heard to like, you know, earlier when I was like talking about how I got into TikTok, like it's a kid's app. I got into TikTok before uh, all the shutdowns and everything happened. Like I just celebrated my first TikTok I ever did yesterday. Like I'm into my year anniversary. So Wow. <laughs> um, that's awesome i didn't even know it's been around that long honestly so years like, how long did you say a couple of years like five. so it used to be musically back in like 2014 2015 then tiktok bought it in 2017 and it just started growing once it became tiktok and then it exploded during the shutdowns like people were just like this is awesome and I was doing I was like you know what I was doing it before and I think that was part of my success is I got in before everybody got hooked to it uh because there weren't as many people on the app so there weren't you know as many there were more opportunities to get on the for you page yeah. um, so so what is that the for you page so I've seen people hashtag FYP and I'm like what the hell does that mean so that <laughs> IP you can use. Um, I don't suggest using it often because TikTok is really into putting people in categories. Uh, so what I recommend a lot of people do if you're getting started on TikTok, make, and, and that's why I asked you, what are you passionate about? Because start doing stuff that you're passionate about. You're going to be miserable. I, you know, I am full upfront, honest with every, you know, every realtor I ever meet. I'm not the best when it comes with investors. I'm not an investor, you know, type of realtor. Um, 
because I don't know all the ins and outs. And I want to be more honest about that. I am willing to learn if somebody really wants to work with me. Like I am willing to learn all the ins and outs and I'm going to do my darnest job to learn that, but it's just not my forte. So I might be a little bit, you know, less passionate about, you know, doing content for investors, but so it's just what you're passionate about. So I always recommend making a list of like three things that you can talk about in your business and then maybe add in some stuff about, you know, who you are. So a lot of my business came from non-real estate content. Mm -hmm. So I was starting to put, I, I was starting to put in, uh, you know, real estate stuff and then the shutdowns happened and I am not a salesperson. I am not a salesy person. You know, I, I, I'm there to connect people with their home of their choice and everything. I'm not there to sell them a home. But, you know, like, I was like, everybody's going through a hard time right now. They're either depressed because they can't see their friends or they've lost their jobs or they're sick or something like that. I'm like, the country's going through a really hard time. I'm going to do what I do best, which is be funny. And I'm going to be relatable. And so I made something called the social distancing diaries. And I use that hashtag, hashtag, like quarantine diaries, social distancing diaries. And I just did a countdown or count up, I guess, of every single day we were in quarantine and having to shut down. I did a video every single day and put that out there and people loved it. Like, you know, I had one and it was probably one of my most popular ones. People loved it. So I'm sitting there with a bottle of wine and a glass and my kid who, by the way, not even when we were in a shutdown before the shutdown cut off her veins, uh, <laughs> she was behind me and she's just going, ah, la, 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 la. and I'm like, and finally, like, I just, to the sound, I just pour the wine, I start pouring the wine and then I just throw like the glass away and I start drinking out of the bottle. I'm like to all the parents out there during the shutdown. <laughs> so people love that. And it was relatable. I did one about Zooms. I did several about Zooms. Uh, I did several about, you know, seeing a person for the first time. Like, you know, there was one, like, it's getting hot in here and I'm stepping outside and I see my postman who's like super old or something. <laughs> It's like, oh, hi, I haven't seen a man in a while. <laughs> so I did, then I started filtering back in June when things started opening back up again and, you know, restrictions were lifted again. I uh, ended up just doing that. So I started going back into real estate and then I started putting stuff with ADHD and just my, my you know, friendships and relationships. And I just started mixing my whole life into there. Um, I did something bold last month, which is I created a new TikTok. And that one is specifically for real estate. It's gonna be nothing but real estate. Um, I haven't utilized it as much right now. And when I sent to you guys my email, I did put both of my handles in there. Uh, because if you go to Sunshine Sweetie, Sunshine underscore Sweetie underscore 13, that was my old TikTok that I built everything on. Uh, and now Dayton Real Estate Darling is my new TikTok. So that's going to be my, my, that's my brand, Dayton Real Estate Darling. That's so cute. Love it. I love that. That's adorable. So what should we do to get started in the TikTok world? Like, are there things that we should watch, like places we can go? Because I got on there and I could barely put my photo on there and my like contact info and my personal info stuff. And then I just was completely confused and didn't know where to go. 
um, obviously, you know, start your profile up and everything. Uh, if you start a profile, make sure it's a creator profile, not a business profile. Uh, because TikTok hasn't really utilized their business platform quite yet. And it's very different. So if you have a business profile, switch it to a regular profile, make sure it's a pro account and make sure it's a creator profile. The pro account is going to give you analytics. So you can start seeing who's watching your content content is working when people are watching it so you can post around that time um and then you can start gearing it towards those people um and then just to get started like what i say the for you page oh yeah circling back i was going to tell you what the for you page is about again i jump everywhere uh the for you page when you get on tiktok you're going to be exposed to something called the for you page because you haven't started following people or anything like that. And that is just TikToks that they're pushing in front of people. So people are putting out content and you're just flipping through. And these are some, some of the people you may know, especially if you have, um, uh, especially if you have friends on there and you allow your friends to find you and everything like that, you'll start seeing people you know. Uh, make sure you follow people. If you really like their content, start to follow people and that's going to start building up your algorithm. So like with my real estate one, I started going on there and I started following realtors and lenders and inspectors and title people um, and everything like that. So I'm really interacting with real estate people. So I'm getting in front of real estate contents. Um, but the for you page, it's just where you're discovering people. Like it's a discovery page. Uh, it's not like, it's not going to be all your friends. And if you start following multiple people, you can go, there's also a following page that you can go on. I like going on to the For You page and just following new people. And if you don't like something, make sure you click not interested. All you have to do is hold your thumb down on the video and a bubble's gonna pop up and it's gonna ask you what you wanna do. Click not interested. Cause that's something like, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, I just don't wanna see teenagers dancing around, you know, like, doing whatever and it's like okay you don't have to click not interested and TikTok will suddenly remember oh they don't like that they'll still push it in front of you occasionally just to see if like it's something that you want you know you want but you don't have to you know watch it I have I have a lot of moms on there like I follow a lot of moms and I follow a lot of different people so how is your content different on TikTok than it is on Facebook Let's it's, just say that. It's really not. It's just the music and music and sounds. Uh, I am me through and through. Like I have, I don't want to say I have different personalities for each app, uh, but I am a goofball on Facebook just as much as I'm a goofball on TikTok. Because typically I'm taking those TikToks and putting them on Facebook. Uh, I mean, if you are friends with me on Facebook, you're going to get a dad joke of the day. Like, you're going to get some sort of dad joke. You're going to have some, some, something funny. I'm funny on Facebook. I'm funny on Instagram. I'm funny on TikTok. Like that's, you know, pretty across the board. Uh, when it comes to Instagram, no, Instagram's all about the picture. So it's harder to be funny. So I try to be a little bit more unique when it comes to my Instagram. I will post like my different hats of the day uh, because I collect Christmas hats. So I have different Christmas hats for every day of the month. In Christmas, uh, I have, um, right now I'm doing coffee mugs and I try to put real estate content in there as well, but I'm having fun with it. 
So you're super consistent. So you're posting on all those different platforms, probably multiple times a day, I would think, right? Like how many times a day are you doing TikToks? Um, TikTok is once or twice a day, uh, typically. Uh, I will take breaks here and there. Like I just kind of took a break, uh, just a mental break from social media. I was still posting, but not as much. Uh, I took a mental break for most of the month of January. Uh, so I wasn't posting as much in January. Now I'm starting, starting to get back into it a little bit more. Um, but TikTok, you know, they say post two or three times a day. Again, I think it's hit or miss at the end of the day. It's hit or miss. I think there's no way to perfect it. People just got to like you and start interacting with you and try to keep your videos shorter. I think that's part of it too. Are interesting. One of those two. Shorter, Shorter, interesting, and not like a super long intro where nothing's happening. (laughs) Right? Oh, yeah, a lot. Oh, yeah, we just, we were, I was just sitting here going, somebody did this, we're going to do it later today. Someone did this really cute thing where they like took a cup of snow and threw it up and it made this like pretty arch thing, but like they did it in slow motion on TikTok. And so like for 30 plus 45 seconds, it was her just like standing there and we were both like, we're going to turn it off. I know. Like you have to, you got to get into it more quickly, right? Yeah. If people are just sitting there, like just yammering, talking and not saying anything interesting, I'm like, okay, like I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So keeping it short or interesting. Uh, Oh, that's what I was telling Michelle about. Uh, I was telling her, you want to be educational. You want to be entertaining or you want to be, there's a, there's a third one, inspirational. Like one of those three, when you're putting content out there. So like you were saying the flips, like, you know, you like de- decorating renovations and stuff like that before and afters. Oh my gosh. People love a good before and after. Yeah. Uh, so you have a house, like you don't have to put yourself on camera if you don't want to. It's nice to every once in a while, but just do some before and afters because with TikTok, you can save your videos in drafts. Hmm. You don't have to like. There's an option when you go next, 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 and you're to the page where you post. Just click the draft button and save it. And then once everything's done, you could go back to it and then show it. You can also upload content that was already in your phone. So like, if you're not comfortable and freaked out by recording inside the TikTok space, you can record with your normal phone or computer and then upload that into TikTok as a piece of your video too. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm gonna try it this week. I'm 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 committed to figuring it out this week. Um, since I'm here with Lindsay, we're on vacation together. Um, I really want to learn how to do it and how to edit it because it looks super fun. But I'm not technologically super savvy, and that's intimidating to me. That that app. So I'm gonna try to figure it out. If you want to follow me, it's probably gonna be a shit show. Um, so it's. <laughs> gonna, <laughs> I feel like you have to start somewhere though. So. Um, but yeah, I mean, I feel like you could post just the same kind of stuff that you post on your other social media platforms. You can do it on TikTok. It might take you a little bit longer to figure it out on, you know, when you're first starting, but it's basically the same thing. It's just a different audience and probably a more of an audience. Um, I definitely cross posts. Yeah. That's where I got a lot of my business is just cross posting. Like I was posting it everywhere. I mean, I think it's a really, really good idea for people that don't want to door knock or don't want to call um, Fizbo's, I've gotten all my business from Facebook, you know, so why not 
jump over there to the I feel like TikTok is like the fun older sister or younger sister, I guess, like the teenage sister to like Facebook. And mm-hmm. like, you have to get on there and like use it and learn it because a lot of people are going to be on there. And probably a lot of your clients are going to be on there because um, they have, for some reason, a lot of my clients aren't on Facebook anymore mm-hmm. um, for security clearance reasons. So, um, but they're on TikTok and they're watching that. And I think that you might as well jump on there and do it. I mean, what's the worst that could happen? You get a client from it or you have fun or- well, yeah, yourself out there and you're vulnerable I guess and you know you learn some things I mean first that can happen you get a client oh man <laughs> so sad right yeah one of I got a referral from somebody that got a client from that client from TikTok and they forwarded them to me because they were up in Denver and they forwarded them down to me I'm like this is a crazy world I guess I should get on TikTok so um yeah I mean it's another platform for you to do business and I think a lot of people aren't doing it um I would follow Heather um we'll make sure that we post her um follow uh addresses and stuff for facebook and um instagram and her tiktok so that everybody can see it um but she posts some really awesome stuff and heather is one of those people honestly that like if you ask her a question on social media she will answer you um eventually and you know it's really nice to you know bounce an idea off of somebody and sometimes you're afraid to like be vulnerable or you know be on that edge of what's okay and what's not okay. And maybe having another sounding board for that is a good idea, especially on something like TikTok. Before you post some crazy wild video, it's gonna get you in some maybe trouble. You might wanna ask somebody else how you should go about that before you do it. <laughs> be careful and stuff like that. Like I said, I, I, I'm corporate too. So I have to, you know, right. be careful. I post and that was something I learned at the beginning. Like, okay, I gotta be a little bit more careful, you know, um, but, yeah. Bounce an idea off me anytime. Any of anybody who's watching, like add me on Facebook, send me a message like, hey, I need an idea or I need inspiration or something like that. Like I'm helping a friend come up with his brokerage name down in South Carolina. Of course, he'll get ridiculous ones too. Like I said, I'm like, you should do butter my biscuit realty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's adorable. That's a solid one. I totally use that one. Um but no, I love it. I think it's super fun. And I know Jess does a bunch of TikToks and um, her kids, I think, do t- does, does Hayden do TikTok? Oh yeah, Hayden's like yeah. the king of TikTok. Yeah. We're going to try to get our kids into it this week, I feel like. My son is like the most awkward um, socially. And so getting him on TikTok, I think, and showing him like the dances will be super fun to watch him try to do it. <laughs> <laughs> great, great entertainment for me. I love your kids. like Totally make them work, make them work for it. Um, well, thank you so much, Heather, for, for being with us today. We super appreciated it. And, um, I, I think maybe at some point we're going to have to have Heather do a TikTok boot camp for us. Um, because <laughs> I'm, I'm basically in the probationary period of TikTok. And so give me like a couple weeks till I can figure and out. She how might get banned in a couple weeks. What was that? I said, if you're on probation with TikTok, you may get banned in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in the, in the sense of like, I'm still new trying to figure it out. Um, but in a couple of weeks, um, maybe we can have like a quick, like mini boot camp, like what you should be doing and what not to do and that kind of thing on TikTok. So, um, it's a whole new world out there kids. So it's a whole new app for us to get acquainted with. And it's just another thing for, for realtors to put in their toolbox. So I think it's important that we all kind of jump on there and figure it out. Um, but be really careful because I just saw something that came out through our realtor association pretty recently about 
who you are on social media and who's watching you and how they can hold you accountable for what you post and don't post on there. So um, just watch what you're posting because you're still a public figure. Um, the second you add that R to your name, it um, comes with a little bit of responsibility. So um, make sure that anything that you're posting is, is something that you are okay with fighting later. <laughs> <laughs> True. Um, but thank you so much for being with us, Heather. We learned so much and we look forward to seeing you on TikTok, social media, and in person soon. Thank you guys. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. We hope you loved our show today. If you enjoyed it, do the homegirls a favor and leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you listen. Share this episode with all of your homegirls and friends and find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at homegirlco.